My name is Shane Sams, one half of the dynamic duo over at FlippedLifestyle.com, and you're listening to the Bible Business Plan Podcast. This is the podcast where Christian entrepreneurs study God's Word together and learn how to build successful, ethical, Bible-based businesses of their own. You know, lately I've been thinking a lot about work-life balance and how much you know, time and effort to put into growing our business compared to how much time and effort to put into raising our kids, having a good marriage, and all of the other things that we have to deal with in life. And and as you get online and you start to explore entrepreneurship, self-employment, working at home, owning your own business, all of those things, building companies, you really fall into this uh, hustle mentality, this hustle culture that's really pushed by everybody out there, guys like Gary Vaynerchuk and Russell Brunson, all these people that go out and they say, oh, I'm working 100 hours a week and I'm working seven days a week and, you know, I'm just really into building this company and this is what you have to do if you're going to be successful. And I got to thinking, man, like what is the actual uh, biblical way to run a business? Like what is biblical work-life balance and are there any Bible verses that actually talk about this concept? You know, we hear a lot about different uh, things in our life from the Bible. We hear, you know, you're, you're supposed to work hard. You're not supposed to be lazy. We hear you're supposed to be a good spouse, supposed to have a good marriage, supposed to be a good father, be a good mother. And, you know, we always hear about these verses like in isolation. So there's not really a lot of context on, well, what does the weight look like on each side of the scale? What does the weight look like on the, uh, you know, work hard scale compared to the be a good parent scale? What does the weight look like uh, on the business side of the scale? And then what does it look like on, you know, the marriage side of the scale? So I started looking up different Bible verses and I found this amazing short passage in Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses four through six. So in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 4 through 6, the Bible says, Then I observed that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. But this too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. Fools fold their idle hands, leading them to ruin. And yet, it is better to have one handful with quietness than two handfuls with hard work and chasing the wind. And when I read this passage, I realized that this was God speaking directly to work-life balance, directly to how we're supposed to live our lives in relation to our business, in our, in, in our pursuit of success, and how much we should work, and how much we should balance that out with all of the other responsibilities that God's given us. So I want to take a few minutes just to give you my thoughts. I'm going to go through this verse by verse and kind of tell you uh, what I'm thinking, what God's been speaking to me in my heart about this, about business, about everything else in life. And uh, I'd love to hear your comments on it too over on the blog, BibleBusinessPlan.com or in our Facebook group. Uh, just search for Bible Business Plan. You can join the conversation there. All right. So in verse four, the Bible says, then I observe that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors, but this too is meaningless, just like chasing the wind. And this is clearly speaking to those people who just want endless growth, endless uh, opportunity to be bigger, to make more money, to go after as much success as possible because they're never content with what they've got. And they're always comparing themselves to their neighbors, to their peers. A lot of times we hear this as keeping score. 
right? You know, people keep score, you know, with how many cars are in their in their driveway or in their garage. You see this on those Ty Lopez videos um, where he's got like, oh, this is my Lamborghini. I just bought this Ferrari. I just, and he keeps counting off these cars. I saw another video that he had one time where, where he had like 14 Ferraris and he had all of his students sitting in them. And, you know, it was just keeping score with all of these physical possessions. I saw another video one time uh, with Gary Vaynerchuk, who's really a proponent of this, you know, hustle mentality, this hustle culture of, you know, you work all day, sleep when you're dead, kind of push the envelope, you know, mentality. And he was really furious in one of his videos because someone had criticized him um, about what he was doing, how much he was working. And he basically told the person, the only people that get to criticize me are the people who are beating me. And he started naming people off like uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, uh, Jeff Bezos and Steve Jobs. And he named off all these people that were, you know, making more money than him. And that was that was who he was chasing. Basically, it was the point. And if you weren't one of the people that, uh, that were ahead of him, you were behind him. So you didn't matter. But this happens to all of us on a smaller level. You know, we're constantly trying to you know, get that growth, get that new house, get that new car, get that new vacation, get that new next thing that we saw one of our friends do on Instagram or Facebook. And that is really meaningless <laughs> because there's always a next thing. I mean, if we work 18 hours a day to get the next thing, where, where are we going to find the hours to go get the next thing after that? Because it's infinite how much more stuff how many more trips, how much? How many more things that we can go pursue and buy. And I, as I was wrestling with this passage, I started looking back over the last couple of years and really questioned, hey, have we started doing this a little bit? Have we started chasing the next big thing? Are we being content where we are? Are we starting to look at all of our other mastermind members and all of our other friends and all the other people that we know about and all the other people that we encounter in this entrepreneur space? And are we comparing ourselves to their successes are we being motivated because we want to go achieve more and beat them or achieve the same things as them or are we looking around and saying man this is what God's given us we're grateful we're thankful we appreciate our success and we appreciate the opportunities it's giving us to serve God not go out and just chase more stuff forever and I'll have to admit, looking in the you know the mirror at myself, saying, "Yeah, I think some of that has happened to us in the last year or two, and it's kind of created uh, some dissatisfaction that we really couldn't put our finger on." But this verse kind of highlighted and kind of called me out on and said, "Hey, are you comparing yourself to others? Stop it! Stop envying your neighbors and then going and you know wasting your life working towards something else when you've got so much already and there's so many other things that you're responsible for that you really should be focused on and you really should be dealing with. And really, verse 4 is just saying, you know, measure and motivate yourself to the success that God wants you to have, not the success the world has and says that your neighbors have, right? Because they envy their neighbors. That's what makes people work all these hours and hustle. It's that competition. It's that endless chase after the next big thing. And it's not the endless chase over the success that God actually wants for us. Now, the danger here is to say, well, I'm, I don't want to chase success. I don't want to grow. I don't want to be better. I'm just going to sit back and chill right where I am. And I love how the Bible inserts right here fools fold their idle hands. And in another translation, it says, 
the lazy fold their idle hands, leading them to ruin. So there's clearly a middle ground here. There's a caution, right? It's, hey, look, stop pursuing success just because you see all these other people and you're jealous and you want to go get what they've got. At the same time, don't just shut her down and be lazy and stagnate and everything dies off, right? We clearly don't want to be hustle 24-7, I'm the hustling entrepreneur forever, and we clearly don't want to be the lazy person that doesn't do anything, right? Somewhere in there, there is a middle ground of work-life balance, and we're clearly called here to find that middle ground. In the very next verse, it says, better to have one handful with quietness than two handfuls with hard work and chasing the wind, right? So verse 5 and 6 literally spell out God's will for us as Christian entrepreneurs. Fools fold their hands in idleness, and that leads them to ruin. Don't be lazy. And yet, it's better to have one handful with quietness than two handfuls with hard work and chasing the wind. So right there it is. A biblical argument, a biblical proof that says you're looking for that balance between success and your family, success and your life, success and moving forward. You don't want to be lazy and do nothing, but you don't want to go chasing the moon and chasing everything and comparing yourself to everybody else in this endless pursuit for, quote unquote, the world's definition of success. And if God calls us here in this passage to pursue that, you know, one handful with quietness, that that work-life balance. If he's calling us to do this here, that means it's possible. That means we can achieve it. But we're going to need him to do it. We're going to have to pray and say, God, give me the discipline not to fold my idle hands, keep me from being lazy, and also give me the discipline not to envy the success of my neighbors because I don't want that, God. I want what you want for me and my family. Now, we can all fall on a lot of places on this spectrum, right? Maybe you're struggling with those idle hands right now. Your life is out of balance. You're not doing what it takes to go get that one handful. Or maybe you're working 70 hours a week, constantly in pursuit of that next sale, constantly comparing yourself to your neighbors. You've got to stop doing that too. One side of the spectrum leads to ruin. The other side of the spectrum leads to a meaningless life. In the middle is what we're all really after. One handful of quietness, just like God intended. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that little Bible study today. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. Make sure you check that out. Go and underline it in your Bibles, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic, on this passage, or anything that I talked about on today's podcast. You can find us over at BibleBusinessPlan.com, or you can go to Facebook. All you have to do is search for Bible Business Plan, Bible Study for Entrepreneurs, and you can join that group. I'll add you in as soon as I see your request, and I'd love to hear what you have to say about this verse. Make sure you share this with all of your Christian business friends so that they can jump into the Bible study with us. And until next time, whatever work you do, work at it with all your heart as though you were working for the Lord because you are. May God bless you. May God bless your business. We'll see you next time.